verse from Psalms 126, 4 through 6. Yes. And so I'm reading from the NLT, which is the New Living Translation. And it says, Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. And I want to be singing when I return with my harvest. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so like we always encourage, read the whole of Psalms 126. Feel free. Right. But this is Psalm 126, 4 through 6. Yeah, and now let's get into Sharon Vershero. Oh, boy. The double standard. <laughs> double standard. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if you are like me over the last couple of weeks. It took me some time. I really had to allow everything to register and uh, settle in. <laughs> settle in. But over the last couple of weeks, seeing the big uh, blowout, I guess, I shouldn't even say between the two of them because it really was only between one person. Yeah, if you pay attention, one person. Yeah, I don't think it was go between the blow up of one person. I think that's the accurate way to put it. The blow up of one person on the talk, okay? And just watching and seeing how different shows approached it and even how the talk itself dealt with what happened uh, but John, do you want to do you want to explain what happened for those that might not yeah, know? Yeah, we'll give a little quick backstory mm-hmm. on the talk. I guess this was after the Meghan and Markle interview by Oprah. Meghan and Markle. Oh, Meghan and Markle, <laughs> Meghan and Harry, you know, when Harry met Sally, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> and it was Morgan Pierce. He was giving his two cents or one and a half cents. On his like, show. How about zero cents? Right, anyway. on his show. And a lot of people think that he had, well, not he had that. He has been hard on Megan, and some people go want to go and say that he is a racist and come to find out that Sharon is his friend, and she backed him she wholeheartedly because she's his friend. So getting to the talk, I guess they wanted to talk about Pierce's his leaving a show, walking off the show, and what was Sharon's take on it. I guess uh, Sharon wasn't ready for that. She wasn't ready. She, I mean, she, I don't know what, all I know is that I saw a lot of pointing. I heard the beginning of cuss words. Yeah, that, that's So when, that's I believe when... that she was cussing at her co-host. Oh, she was, okay. she was, she was. Disrespecting, degrading, attacking. I mean, pointing her like skinny little finger up in Cheryl's face. It's almost, you name it, she was doing she it. She was doing it condescending i mean i don't know how much you could do or say in the maybe a few minutes that she (laughs) spoke but she did it all she did it all she did her best (laughs) to do it all right i guess it's good that the governing body of television because she did cuss and i think i think there's a three second delay and i guess that's why we didn't hear everything we heard the beginning of it they couldn't cut the whole thing (laughs) but and the thing is cheryl she just sat there and you know, she was calm and collect. She looked like a deer in headlights because she wasn't expecting it. And I think she considered Sharon a friend of hers, which she probably knows now she is not. Well, that, those words came out of <laughs> her mouth. She said, I was coming to you asking these questions as a friend. Right. But the thing about it, what gets me is Sharon's response. She is the one that supported Pierce. So she, that came out of her mouth. If you read, you go back and research. She had tweets 
that she said, I support you wholeheartedly. And she never said in the initial tweets, she never said, I don't agree with what you said, right. but I support you as a friend. And that's why on the talk, Sharon asked her, uh, sorry, Cheryl asked, should we just call Sharon Karen from here? Would it be easier? It might, be, easy. it might okay. be easier. So, so we're going to call Sharon Karen, just to let you know, okay? And Cheryl, so we don't mess up the names. Cheryl um, was saying to Karen that she, that even though she considers her a friend and that she's never heard her say anything racist, that people might take her support for peers as a, as a condoning of racism and racist action. And Karen lost her mind. She lost her ever-loving mind on the show. Right. She was saying that she was set up. Or the first thing, oh, she's going to be the sacrificial lamb now. Because if you believe what she said, which was, if you look at articles, it's refuted, is that she was blindsided. That she didn't know that they were going to come out and ask her these questions. Well, one, if you read that CBS, I think CBS, the news uh, channel that she's on, asked her, is it going to be all right if we talk about this? And she said yes. So one, that shows she knew that this topic was going to be talked about. And two, when we were doing our research, we noticed she said that I didn't have cue cards and she saw Cheryl and she saw her other co-host, I think her name is Elaine, had cue cards or question cards on her, which doing research, actually, they they, didn't. she didn't. Elaine, and this is coming from CBS themselves saying, no, she didn't have cue cards. The questions that she was asking was coming from her heart. So that's crazy in itself. So basically, she wasn't blindsided. I just think that she didn't like the way it was going, and then she pretty much, I don't say incriminated herself. She did. She Uh. did in many ways, actually. And uh, for me, she didn't have to say she wasn't a racist. The way that she spoke to Cheryl showed exactly what she thought of Cheryl because she would never speak to anybody I believe she would never speak to anybody white the way that she spoke with her she had zero respect for Cheryl in that moment so to me someone that you consider a friend you would never berate the way that she did on the show but we're not only here to talk about exactly what happened on the show but we're here to talk about the reaction and what happens when there's a situation between a white person and a black person. Yep, it's straight up double standard. There's right. a double standard. If you may not believe us, just look, pay attention, and you'll see there's a double standard. Just for the mere fact, like Darlene B. was saying, that Karen, Sharon, wouldn't have acted that way towards a white co-host. And if you look, she almost took the opportunity, like Cheryl was a deer in the headlights. The first thing she said when they came off break she went in on her, you know, and just yelling at her. I, I, what did I ask you? you know, gaslighting. Yeah, gaslighting. What did I ask you? Keep asking you the same question. Now I asked off the break. Tell explain me. Explain to me. Tell yeah. me. Tell me. Educate me. Educate me. Educate me on, on what he said was racist. It, educate me. And the kicker about the disrespect is when Cheryl was getting choked up because she probably she's caught off guard. She doesn't know and getting choked up. Look like she wanted to start crying or something like that. And then Karen, Sharon had the audacity to say, "Don't you dare cry! Don't you better you not cry. cry. I a, should be the one who's crying. That's pretty good. Don't you that's dare pretty good cry. right there. 
<laughs> right. It was just crazy. It's like who who in the hell are you to tell somebody? Like, you know, she can't you have can't cry. Right. So if you want to control what type of response the person has right. to you berating them and disrespecting your co-host on national TV. And this right. is national thing. TV embarrassing. Actually, I would love for you to read Holly Robinson and Pete. Right. So this is part of the aftermath. Yeah, Holly Robinson, who some of you may not know, was actually on the, I believe, the first season of the talk. She was talk. one of the initial, initial you know, hosts on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. So Cheryl, like you said, she was just sitting there with a deer in her headlights. So this is, I believe, the day after. And pretty much she came to her defense. She said, from her Twitter account, Holly Robinson Pete, I'm old enough to remember when Sharon complained that I was too, quote-unquote, ghetto for the talk. Then I was gone. I bring this up now because I was mortified watching the disrespectful condescending tone she took with her co-host who remained calm and respectful because she had to i wanted john b to read that because the last sentence of saying that cheryl had to she had to remain calm she had to remain collective and this is a whole other subject where we can go into another time where black people don't have the okay they don't have the go-ahead to react the way that they want to react in settings, in corporate settings, in business settings, even when somebody goes off on them and goes crazy, like they have to remain calm and collected. And Cheryl had to, because if she did not, her head would be on the table. And I can't even say right now that Karen Sharon's head is on the table, but she is getting heat. And so one of the ways that we're seeing that there was a double standard is because she, on the show, rather than get rid of her for a period of time and say, okay, you know what, we're going to continue with the show, but Sharon, you know what, because of your disrespect your actions, because and of your, your actions. actions, we're going to give you a timeout, take some time, cool off, think about what you did. So what did they do instead? They ended up canceling the show for well not canceling but they went on a hiatus so now everybody has to suffer to do it what an internal investigation to do an internal vest no they were going to do the internal investigation i think before they went on hiatus but everyone has to suffer because of this one person's i guess what did she have she had a mental a breakdown a mental breakdown <laughs> a hissy fit a karen breakdown she had, i don't she know had a karen you know, what did, what did toddlers do? Yeah. Uh, temper tantrum. She had a temper tantrum. And that's where we're saying the double standard comes mm-hmm. in. Obviously, we don't know for a fact, but we can only imagine and go by things we have seen that if Cheryl had the same reaction, would she have been put on timeout? Or would the whole show have been put on timeout? Sharon would have been. Not only would she have been put on, she would have been on a permanent timeout. And, and, and that's <laughs> the thing. They would have said, And not only. You're gone. Sharon, Karen get a timeout not for herself but her whole crew and think about it how how this affects not only her co-host this affects production camera the people behind the scenes that means they're not working right now producers directors so everybody's not working right they could have just took her out and everyone's still working but no they shut down the whole production because of her because of her actions right and so not only that, right, but after the show, I don't know if it was maybe like two days later, three days later, I was expecting to see Cheryl on shows, like people interviewing right. Cheryl. And That's not, that wasn't the case. 
How, how, I don't know. The victim. Cheryl is the victim in this situation. Yeah, let's not forget that. Let's not get it twisted. Right. And they, no one other than Steve Harvey, which is a radio show, interviewed the victim. You're telling me that only a black targeted show, a radio show, is the only one. Maybe I'm wrong. Let us know if we're wrong. Okay. That gave her a platform to speak. That gave her a platform. But Entertainment Tonight, okay, main TV time, TV, video, being the most powerful form of media, most powerful form of, of communication. They gave Sharon Karen an interview, a soft, softball interview. interview, by the way, with Kevin Frazier, okay? And I, I'm very disappointed in Kevin Frazier. Very disappointed in Kevin Frazier, okay? But I don't know what I would ex- what I would have expected anyway. Right, in fairness to Kevin, like I said, remember, he doesn't own the network. So we don't know if this was his doing or he was given the questions or he had questions that he wanted to ask. And the network said, no, this is what you're going to ask Sharon. For all we know, which wouldn't surprise me, is that Sharon's rep said, look, can we come on the show, give our side of the story or give our story because we saw the side, the world saw what happened on the talk. So come on your platform so Sharon can give her spiel. Mm-hmm. Gave her a major platform to come on TV. I don't know, entertainment tonight was like 7 o'clock at night. I don't know, 7, 8, I don't know. One of those times, but prime television time to tell her story. They gave her that platform and they did not do the same for Cheryl. Right, and a matter of fact, this was after going back you know, rewind the clock a little bit. This was after Sharon Karen's quote unquote apology. The words I apologize actually she apologized to the black community, which is very interesting. But never did she directly apologize to her to, to her co host and especially Cheryl. Right. Because I believe they had a show the next day and they didn't bring it up or anything like that. So that's one thing. How do you she didn't even apologize to the person who was most offended? She didn't apologize to the person she attacked on TV. There you go. Attacked. That's a even that's a better way to put she it. She attacked her on TV. Okay? And verbally. Then, right. Verbally, anything you can think of. And then she goes on to get interviews, E. T. and maybe other ones. And but even, basically get this platform to go speak her right. speak her talk. And then when we would go and we would watch, because I watched several different shows and their reaction to what happened. And Every one of them was saying the argument between Karen and Cheryl, right? Or the the carfuffle, whatever that mm. happened between Cheryl. The heated debate. The heated the debate. Language, right. The language. The language. The language that they used. Never once did any of them say that Sharon Karen attacked Cheryl verbally on the show. Never once did they say that Sharon Karen disrespected Cheryl on TV. Not one of them. The language was so soft. The language that they used for the harshness that Sharon Karen showed, the language that all these other shows used to inform people, to explain what happened, was very soft language. This reminds me a lot of the situation that happened with the young, I was going to say young lady, but I don't even want to call her young lady. 
I'll call her another Karen. The young Karen. What is that? Is the young Karen a... What's the other name? I can't remember. Well, anyway. The young Karen that physically... Oh, yes. Attacked, the, I think, 13-year-old boy. I think 15, but still... 15-year-old boy. Juvenile. Juvenile in she the hotel. She was 21, 22, right. so she's, she's an adult. Right, 21, 22. The adult that Attacking tackled... A minor. a minor. The minor over a false claim that he had her... He stole her, her He stole iPhone. her phone. When she saw them coming out... Of of the elevator for the first time for that morning and saying that they stole her phone. Okay. She attacked this young boy and guess what? Who interviewed her? Gail. She, Gail interviewed her. And the crazy thing is that she interviewed her and she still disrespected her. <laughs> it's almost like, well, that's what you get. She's that's disrespectful get. and that's what you even get. Her, even even the, her lawyer, the young Karen's lawyer like, oh. had to kind of like bump her. And shush to her. Say, yeah, to shush her from speaking to Gail King the way that she spoke to her. But she gave, she had a platform, platform. prime time platform to act like the victim right. like Sharon Karen did and when she, was, she had her interview and she was she wasn't the victim remember she was the perpetrator perpetrator they had actually a warrant out for her arrest right so there's no way a victim a right. assailant so how come the victims the only time the victim gets to have anything is when it's like oh well do you forgive do you forgive your the assailant do you forgive your perpetrator <laughs> They don't get the prime time. They didn't get a Gail King exclusive interview. They didn't get a Kevin Frazier exclusive Entertainment Tonight interview. Right, and the crazy thing is about the interview, going back to that, is that Sharon Karen got on there almost flipping the script because the show's on hiatus. She was talking about, well, you know, there's one person, the, I think she's the youngest one on there, Elaine. She was saying, oh, she's willing to have a kumbaya, have a sit down, you know, and I know I'm willing to do that, but I don't know if they want me on the show. And she was like, a matter of fact, I don't even know if I want to go back. So it's like, right. she's okay. playing that she has an option where CBS should, well, we can't tell them what to do, but you think you'd be in a position like, I hope they don't fire me for what I did. But she seems to have the mentality like, you know what? Yeah, They'll bring no. me back. I don't even know if I even want to go back if they decide to bring me back, but she has that mentality and she feels she has that privilege it to be able to, to be even to have that type of mindset you have to a say privilege. that you on have national a, TV. You have a privilege when the whole production of the show shuts down because of your action. That is a privilege. No, absolutely, it's a privilege. Right. Absolutely, it is a privilege. Like Donnie B was saying, just when you watch these double standards can infuriate you, but we wanted to come on here and talk about these things. It just, mm -hmm. these things need to be addressed and talked about. Absolutely. You know, we, Absolutely. we're not, and we just ask everyone out there who's listening to sit back. And pay don't, attention. Yeah, pay attention. Don't take a word for it. Just pay attention. The next time you see things on TV, you hear things, any type of media, just pay attention to the language and how they speak about one group as opposed to the other and see if you notice yourself if you notice a difference right believe me as a matter of fact this is just one instance we can come on here literally every single day and break down news articles which we will be talking about in our next show we're going to talk about double standard in media in other media outlets right. right but news article after news article news broadcast after news broadcast where they criminalize the victim and then they humanize the perpetrator okay and so we will definitely be talking about that 
in our next show. Right, and even this last point here, just thinking about Cheryl is the victim. She went on her own podcast talking. I just want to read... You Good know, thing she has a, her own platform. Right, but her own platform. I just want, and this was after fact, I just want to read to you what she said on her own platform at the end. She goes, I slept well because I know... I didn't do anything to anybody. I didn't do anything, she said. And I was a good friend, no matter what came toward me. I was a good friend. It just sounds like she really can't believe what happened. It happened to her, and she knows she didn't do anything. It's like she actually actually tell herself that and put it out there that she didn't do anything when we can see that she didn't do anything. As a matter doing of her fact, job. Right. More, she went above and beyond. She was a hero in that moment. I don't think too many people could have shown the restraint that she had. I mean, some people may look at it as being a hero. Some people might look at it as being soft. <laughs> Most people know working in corporate America as a black person, you cannot react the same way that other people have the benefit and have the privilege of acting. Right. And, and so she, right. it, in order to keep her job, we've heard different people say, well, who cares about her job? She should have been able to say what she wanted to say and risk losing her job, which she would have lost right. her and job. And that's easy for someone on the outside to say. So right. you had to be fair and have empathy as well. But even through that, she, even in her response, she was supporting Sharon Karen in her response, talking about, Oh, she's my friend. Oh, we never seen you say a bad, you know, a racist thing. You don't have a racist bone. Like in that, and and, <laughs> and Karen got more indignant. <laughs> the nicer she was to her, the right, more indignant right. she got. <laughs> absolutely, so. absolutely. To sum this up, how we're seeing the double standard. Right. Even though Sharon, Karen may want to come off that she doesn't really want her job, but I think deep down she's getting a chance to do these tours to try to save her job. Right. So in this instance where she, the, the way to damage control, the way to save her job is to damage control and do all these speaking engagements, get all these platforms to talk. Well, the way for Cheryl to save her job was for her in the moment, take disrespect and everything on national TV, allow herself to be disrespected. Be and, rated. And be, yeah, be berated. And that's the way for her to save her job because she knows if she would have went off the same way as Even if they both Sharon Karen each other did, the same energy. Right. If she went off the same Cheryl way, have been the, the, Cheryl would have been most likely looking for a job or been on high as herself sitting and stewing, wondering if they're going to give her or allow her to come back on the air. Right. And nobody would have given her a platform to say anything. Yeah, but like I said, thank the Lord she has her own platform, her own podcast to speak about her issues as like well like we have ours like we have ours right <laughs> so we hope that you enjoyed it we are going to pray yeah, out we're going to pray out we're praying out yes now, Father God, we thank you for this time of fellowship, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to cover us. And we just pray that you continue to not only cover us, cover those who are listening, Father yes, God, Lord. and give all of us, Father God, strength, Lord, to maintain in this world, Lord. Cover us all. May your peace rest upon not only us, but those who are listening, Father God. And we thank you for this time of fellowship, Lord. And as we go and go our separate ways, may you protect us. Give us strength and watch over all of us. And we thank you, Lord, that you're going to restore everything that has been stolen, Father God, that we are going to reap a harvest for all that we have toiled. And we just thank you and we praise you. We hope that everyone listening can receive that word, Lord, uh, even no matter what they're going through, heartache, disappointment, uh, frustration, Father God. We just pray that, Lord, you, you give them grace and, Lord, that you intervene on their situations, Father God. And yes. we just we just give you praise and we love you and we thank you. And in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. 
Amen. 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 All right. And also, also, we thank you again for being with us, listening, hanging with us. And also, don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Right. At B&B Reviews It. And also, don't forget to check out our website. You can check out our shop at bnbreviewsit.com. We love for you to check out our shop and check out our shirts. So we thank you again, and we hope that you enjoy the show. And we hope that you come in to listen to the next show, which is where we talk about the double standard in media. Take care. I'm John B. I'm Darlene B. Take care.